I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. Life is busy, and if you do not learn how to control it, it will pass you by. There's a quote from Meredith Wilson. She said, if you wait for too many tomorrows, you will find you have nothing but a lot of empty yesterdays. That's how most people's life is because they don't learn how to use their morning hours. If you do not learn how to use your morning hours before 8 a.m., you have a lot of empty yesterdays. Because for most people, when it gets to 8 a.m. and beyond, Life gets busy. It could be getting to work. It could be taking the kids to school. It could be a number of things. Email takes over. And so what you do before 8 a.m. in large part determines your success in life. What happens before 8 a.m. is based on what you did the night before. After 8 p.m. at night, you should shut down, turn off your phone, put on airplane mode, plan your big three for the next morning. According to Brian Tracy in the book Eat the Frog, you want to eat the frog in the morning. Do the worst first. And what eat the frog actually means is that you take your most important activity, what's important, not urgent, and you get it done in the morning before the busyness of the day. Before 8 a.m., you should not take your phone off airplane mode. You shouldn't input and distract yourself. Instead, you want to get in your journal, write about what you're grateful for, think about your future self, think about what you want to accomplish that day, and then get to action on your frogs, which is your future self, which is you taking action on the most important things and if you consistently eat the frog before 8 a.m., if you consistently accomplish one to three major outcomes towards your future self before 8 a.m., your life will change. Your life will completely change. So what you do before 8 a.m. shapes and determines the rest of your day. If you accomplish what's important before what's urgent, then eventually you'll stop paying much attention to what's urgent. Most people, their whole life is based on what's urgent. They're just reactive to situations. They're reactive to their job. And so... They have dreams, they've got goals, but they can never get forward because they're just on the hamster wheel. There's actually a concept in psychology called the hedonic treadmill. And what the hedonic treadmill means is you're always chasing the next best thing. And it's like you're running, 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 but you're always just staying at the same place. And that's how most people's lives are. They're very busy, but they're not productive. In order to be productive, you've got to let go of what's busy. You've got to let go of what's urgent. You've got to focus exclusively on what's important. Of course, you've got to pay the bills. Of course, you've got to do what's urgent. But you purposefully procrastinate those things. You push those things off because you know they'll get done. It's a forcing function. Anything that must get done will get done. Necessity is the mother of invention. But the things that aren't getting done and the things that are important, the things that are towards your future self, the dreams that you have that you're probably not doing. So when it comes to having an optimal morning routine, first off, obviously, that starts the night before. Turn your airplane mode off by 8 p.m., depending on when you go to bed. Give yourself at least 30 to 90 minutes. No phone before bed. 
in your journal, write about what you're grateful for, write your big three for the next day. Have no more than three key objectives for the next day. As Jim Collins said, if you've got more than three priorities, you've got none. The 80-20 rule says that 80% of your results comes from 20% of what you do. So you don't want 10 items on your to-do list because eight of those, you know, seven or eight of those are just busyness distraction. Focus on the one, two, or three that are going to make the biggest impact. Get to bed, get at least seven hours of sleep. If you write the things you're grateful for at night, so if you turn your phone on airplane mode and don't look at it, if you just zone down, if you write about what you're grateful for, and if you write your big three at night, and then just enjoy your family or enjoy some hobby, you will sleep amazingly well. Wake up with a purpose. You, When your alarm goes off or when you just wake up, you'll know the first thing you want to do because you've already got that plan in place. Never start a day unless it's finished on paper. I think Jim Rohn said that. And so when your alarm goes off or whenever you wake up, you know the first thing you want to do because you've got your big three written down. Therefore, you can wake up with a purpose and you can start taking action. One of the reasons that people hit the snooze button, first off, because they got crappy sleep, Second off, because they don't know the first thing they want to do. They're, they're avoiding the day. They're, in motivation, there's, you know, there's a couple forms of motivation, but one is push and one is pull. If you have to push yourself to get out of bed, that, that's a willpower way of living. And you don't want to live your life on a willpower approach because willpower burns out fast. You want to be pulled, which means you're intrinsically motivated and you're excited about what you're doing. You want to be pulled out of bed. You want to be super excited towards working on your future self, towards going on, towards eating those frogs in the morning. And so if you've got those three things written down and then you can just wake up and start taking action, then you can wake up with a purpose. You already know what you're going to do. One of the things that Michael Jordan said is, once I made a decision, I never thought about it again. The opposite of making a decision is what's called decision fatigue in psychology. Decision fatigue means you don't necessarily know what you want to do. And so if you haven't made a plan the night before, if you haven't, you know, that's why it says never start your day unless it's finished on paper. If your day's not finished on paper and if you don't know what you want to do, then you've got to like weigh in your mind options. Well, what should I do? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? That's decision fatigue. Going back and forth in your mind, that burns out your willpower, exhausts you, and ultimately, think about it. If your alarm goes off and then you don't know what you want to do, you haven't made the plan, you haven't finished your day on paper, and then you're sitting there exhausted in bed and you're weighing back and forth, what should I do? That's, a, first off, a really terrible situation to put yourself in. That's a horrible situation and a horrible state of mind to make a decision. You're probably not going to make a good decision in that state. And you're going to go back and forth. What should I do? Should I get up and work on that book or should I work on that project? Or should I just lay here in bed and just hit the snooze button and get an extra 15 minutes of sleep? Situations beat undecided people. That's a bad situation to try to make a decision in. Willpower is going to fail you nine times out of ten. That's why you want to have made the decision the night before so that when you wake up, the decision's already made. You don't have to deal with decision fatigue. Again, the opposite of decision fatigue is decision. And so in order to eliminate decision fatigue and in order to stop relying on willpower, you just make a decision. And you can also design your environment to make it easy. One of the ways to design your environment, put your alarm clock on the opposite side of the room so that when it goes off, you've got to go get it. And right there, when you get up out of bed to turn off your alarm clock, your journal is sitting right there with your big three. And also you got a huge cup of water sitting right there so you can drink it and hydrate. You've designed the situation so that success is inevitable. That's what you want to do is you want to make success go from unlikely to likely to inevitable. And success becomes inevitable when you design the situation so that success is the automatic response. You've made a decision and you've designed the environment around that decision so that it's like Michael Jordan. Once you make a decision, you never have to think about it again. Another cool concept around this is from B.J. Fogg, the Stanford psychologist who wrote the book Tiny Habits. He says design beats willpower. When it comes to designing behavior and designing outcomes, you want to design the environment 
around the behaviors that you want. You want to design the situation so that flow is easy, so that the most easy and obvious behaviors are the ones you want to make. Most people, the most easy and obvious behaviors are the ones they don't want. They've got all their distractions on their phone, all their apps. And so the most easy behaviors are the self-sabotage behaviors. You want to do the opposite with your environment. You want to design your environment so that the most easy, obvious behaviors are the ones towards your future self. So you've slept around eight hours. You wake up with a purpose with your big three. You've designed your environment so it's easy. You then start your day with gratitude because gratitude unleashes all sorts of positive emotions. It helps you see the world from a positive place. It releases endorphins, makes you happy. Then you write down for five to 15 minutes about your future self. This is just dumping out whatever your brain was working on while you were asleep. As Thomas Edison said, never go to bed without a request to your subconscious. Well, the night before when you were writing about gratitude and when you were writing about your big three, that was you making a request to your subconscious. Your brain was focusing on it, processing it. And then when you wake up, you just journal five to 15 minutes about your future self, about what you're trying to accomplish and watch. You're going to get so much creative inspiration. Keep your phone on airplane mode until you've done your morning routine and until you've finished at least 60 to 90 minutes of your most important work, which is eating the frog. Don't tap into your phone, you know, unless you're listening to like an audiobook or something that's active learning. And by the way, there's two forms of learning. There's approach focused learning, which is where you're actively learning something specific that's helping you to accomplish a near term goal. Or there's avoid learning where you're just learning, getting information. You could hop on YouTube and get information about a million topics that are irrelevant to you to the current situation. Approach focused learning means you are approaching and focusing on the things that you can immediately apply. And so you wake up, you do your morning journaling. And then you jump into your first frog, whatever that is. 60 to 90 minutes of focused work on whatever it may be. The most important thing you can do. Always put the important before the urgent. If you put the important before the urgent consistently, you will live a better and better life. And if you do all this before 8 a.m., you will increasingly have better days. You'll wake up energized, excited. You'll have, you can accomplish more by 8 a.m. than most people accomplish in weeks or years that is relevant to your future self because most people, they've got a lot of empty yesterdays. They wake up and then they're just on the treadmill. And they're taking a lot of action, but they're busy, not productive. But if you wake up, get yourself into a peak state, which is where you're operating at a high level, you're in a flow state, and then you do your frog in a peak state, whatever that is. For me, for years, that was writing blog posts. I would wake up, I'd write in my journal, I'd go into the gym, I'd hit it hard, and then I'd go and write an article for like 60, 90 minutes and publish it. Did that for three years, and it led me to becoming a professional writer and having a seven-figure business uh, as a graduate student. Right now, I'm working on great things towards my future self. And so you want to eat those frogs in the morning. You want to get yourself into a peak state. And then from there, the rest of the day really doesn't matter because you've already put the important before, before the urgent. Then you can deal with the urgent stuff. And then you do it the, night, the same thing the next night. You turn off at 8 p.m. or whatever time you want, 60 to 90 minutes before you go to bed. Put your phone in airplane mode. Slow things down. Be present in your environment. Write what you're grateful for. Write your big three for the next day. If you got an accountability partner, which I recommend you do, you text your accountability partner, the big three that you're going to do the next day. Then you just enjoy yourself and go to bed and get some absolutely amazing sleep and do it the next day in whatever form you want. Another thing that obviously would be great in your morning routines if you want, although there's research that shows that fitness in the afternoon is often more effective, but do your fitness whenever you want to. Exercise first thing in the morning can be really powerful. High intensity exercise really gets your endorphins going and stuff and it there's a lot of research that shows that, like, for example, students who do like 20 minutes of high intensity exercise right before taking a test, they often do better because their brains are just operating really high. So sometimes doing high intensity workout right before you jump into your 60 to 90 minutes is good. Or you just jump into your 60 to 90 minutes and exercise after or you exercise in the afternoon, but 
definitely have exercise in your day and definitely take at least 60 minutes sometime in your day to just learn something. That's active approach focused learning, not avoid learning. It's easy to be caught in the trap of feeling like you're being productive because you're learning something, whether that's on YouTube or whether that's on a book or a podcast, when it's not learning you're actively applying. Approach-focused learning means you're actually learning the thing you need to do right now to take the next step action. You're actually learning stuff that's relevant to what your current and near-term goals are. You want to be an active learner, not an an avoid learner. And so that is a morning routine that if you apply on a consistent basis, you will actively become your future self. Right now, this is your current baseline, your current level, your current average, your current normal. You have a normal level of baseline, an average set of behaviors and outcomes and experiences, and your future self is way up here. And if on a regular basis, every morning, you're taking action towards your future self, then you're, then you're slowly progressing your baseline up and you're creating a new normal all the time. And that's, that's how the compound effect happens. That's how the tortoise beats the hare is because every single day you're taking huge action towards your future self. And you do that for a year, two years, five years, 10 years, the compound effects nuts. It's not hard to become a millionaire. It's not hard to start businesses or become amazing at what you do if you just consistently do this. Then it just changes your orientation towards time. Because you're putting the important before the urgent, you stop dealing with the urgencies. You stop being caught up in the busyness of low-level low activities, and you only focus on those things which are truly important. You can say no to a lot of things, even great things, because you're, you get increasingly clear and discerning on what matters to you. So... That's my challenge to you. After 8 p.m. or between 60 and 90 minutes before bed, turn off your phone, airplane mode it, just zone in, be present in your environment. At some point, write three things you're grateful for, write your next big three, text those big three to an accountability partner in bullet points. It should take less than 60 seconds. Wake up with a purpose, design the environment so that it's easy. Then from there, write in your journal for five to 15 minutes, start with gratitude and then just write whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Your brain and your subconscious will be on fire. And then if you want, do 15 to 20 minutes of high intensity fitness and get into your frogs. 60 to 90 minutes of flow-based work on your most important goal or objective. If you start trying to start a business, if you're designing a product, if you're writing an article, if you're filming videos, if you're writing books, do that. Put the important before the urgent and then you will have actually lived your life. If you're not putting the important before the urgent, you're not living your life, you're on the hamster wheel. And it's exhausting and it burns you out because you're spending more and more energy staying in the same place. You have a baseline right here. Your future self is up here. Every day you take action towards your future self, you're just upgrading that baseline. You're upgrading your standards for yourself. You're upgrading the person you are. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies the one-page Future Self Cheat Sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it, the full Future Self course, and other goodies, such as my Peak State Checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.